0: Welcome to Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk Ms. Marvel mm. on Disney+. Plus, uh, Episode one called Generation Y. Mm. Ah, I'm very excited to talk about this. I did not have... I didn't have high expectations for this show it's not that i had low expectations i i had i
1: had high expectations oh
0: did you okay (laughs) um i just don't know enough about the character to have expectations one way or the other i i I did have a little bit of trepidation because i thought like okay is this gonna be a little too you know childish or something Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. You know, I need to have a little bit more faith in the MCU. Like, they do balance that line. very. Like, this absolutely is a show that will work as a gateway or an introduction to uh, teens, young girls, young boys, like anybody yeah. living that teen existence. And especially, obviously, for uh, a multitude of reasons, uh, people from minority cultures, especially Muslim, um, I mean, Ms. Marvel's Pakistani, but... Anybody who practices or is culturally, um, you know, uh, part of that group are probably Mm going to see a lot of themselves or their families in the show, which I think is always a super cool thing. But I I wasn't really sure how this was going to be appealing for uh, an old guy adult. And uh, the good news (laughs) is it's very appealing to an old guy Mm -hmm. adult. I thought this was. Super fun. I I remember her like, so she is the main character of the Crystal Dynamics Avengers game that they released not that long ago Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of people don't like. And I can't necessarily argue with them because a lot of the missions are super duper repetitive. Mm -hmm. But the main story is very good. And she is the focus of the main story. And she is a super likable character in that game and is basically the character that you see in this show. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the the episode and then uh, we'll sort of give our thoughts on it. Yep. So we begin with uh, meeting our protagonist, Kamala Khan. She is a 16-year-old high schooler and a fangirl, which is putting it politely, of the Avengers, but more specifically, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. Yep. Yep. After failing another driving test and meeting with school counselor, Gabe Wilson, Kamala and her best friend, Bruno Corelli finish her captain Marvel cosplay for Avenger while avoiding her strict parents, Yusuf and Muniba. Kamala receives a package of items from her grandmother, including a golden bangle, but Muniba sees it as junk and tells, uh, Kamala's older brother to go put it up in the attic. Although I don't know if she sees it as junk. I don't know. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I think she might know a thing or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, After failing to convince her parents to let her go to Avengers Con, Kamala and Corelli sneak out and attend anyway, taking the bangle for her cosplay to sort of give it a little Pakistani flavor. After getting there and dressing up, she puts it on, but it causes her to shoot energy constructs from her hand, inadvertently wreaking havoc at the con. Bruno rushes Kamala back home, where a distraught Muniba pleads with her to focus on her own story and grounds her. In a mid credit scene, we run into the Department of Damage Control. Agents P. Cleary and Sadie Deaver watch a video of Kamala's incident at Avengers Con and head to New Jersey in an attempt to find and detain her uh aurora what did you think of episode one
1: i loved everything about it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> me too i loved really liked it.
1: it loved mm-hmm. it i i loved it so much that i want to watch it again
0: i did watch it again i've watched it twice yeah yeah i when when i really
1: like when i want to watch something again it's because i really really liked it mm-hmm. and i loved everything about it yeah i love the 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 actress that's playing uh kamala um, yeah.
0: Um, what's her she's name? So um, good. Iman Valani. Iman Velani. Iman
1: Velani, yeah. yeah.
0: See, um, uh, this. Oh, so great. This is her first professional acting role.
1: Oh, she's
0: which so good. You would not have guessed from watching no. this. <laughs> no. She's really yeah. good.
1: Um, she's so relatable. I mean, I guess I'm relatable. It's relatable to me because I'm kind of a fangirl, too. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, we can I'm relate. Right? Marvel. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. I loved the editing of the show where you see like the all the little like illustrations in the background.
0: Oh yeah. Especially the uh the texting conversations. Oh, I loved that. Loved it. The way they integrated that into the scenery. Like there was there were some things I didn't even catch until the second time around. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, and and because a lot of it centers around um what some people view as Kamala's uh like downside, right? Her head is in the clouds. She's always, um, imagining things, dreaming about things. yeah, Yeah. She's always fantasizing about things. And, and it's not that they're actually happening around her. This is just for visual effect for the audience watching, but we can see her imagination coming to life. Um, that conversation she was having with Bruno about like the different, you know, because one of the things centering on this is that she wants to do a Captain Marvel cosplay, but she wants to add like a twist to it and she doesn't know what exactly that is yet. And they're sort of brainstorming ideas and they're thinking of like, Oh, a a Captain Marvel, Dr. Strange mashup or
1: (laughs) a zombie, um, (laughs) (laughs) zombie Captain
0: Marvel, um, you know, or he suggests like a princess and she's like, no, are you kidding? Yeah, um, they
1: said uh, steampunk uh, Steam- Captain Marvel, and she's like, steampunk's dead. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh it say? is.
0: Ah, <laughs> OK. Um, I guess I'm that old. OK. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this is for the kids, Aurora, yeah. not us. Clearly, <laughs> um, it's steampunk is alive in your heart. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> she says with a tear rolling down her eye. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Tell. Tell me. Tell me more of of, of um, what you liked.
1: I also liked the family. Yes. I love the parents. I love the scene where they come in as Hulk. <laughs> the dad comes in <laughs> as Hulk. Yeah. And they and the mom, you know, took the time to make a Hulk costume for her. Mm-hmm. Um. Even though she reacted, um. Yeah. Negatively. Yeah. I I think that scene was so sweet. mm mm-hmm. um, And uh, I I can see, I don't know if because I'm about to become a mom. Yeah. There were so many scenes in this episode that I was like, oh, but the dad, but the mom, but the dad, Mm -hmm. be nice to them.
0: Yep. Uh, And you're just imagining someday you will be the parent sitting in the dark room when the child comes in through their window to be like, where were you? Um, yes. Someday yes. that and will I, be. I will
1: also make them a whole costume. You know that,
0: that's <laughs> So um, this is, I, I want to, can we touch on this real quick? Because this sure. is a thing that was not mentioned in the, the paragraph, sort of mm-hmm. running up the story. But this is a main, uh, not just a main issue in this episode, but I think it's sort of a defining characteristic of Kamala Khan um, that her... She, like her parents, I, like, I don't want to say that they are strictly conservative Muslims because they're not like that strict, but Mm -hmm. they are not as modern as Kamala is. She is a much more like modern, regular teen who, you know, like number one, her mom has a big problem with her fantasizing about the superheroes Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff and her head in the clouds and dreaming about this stuff. But also, if she's gonna be a fan, like, why does she have to be a fan of the women wearing skin tight clothes? Like, why can't she? she you know,
1: Captain Marvel. Just, I, I right. she Wears skin tight clothes. Right. It's know? not like
0: she's Black Widow over here <laughs> no. with, the, with the cat suit. Um, right. But uh, you know, but you know, to a um, to a fairly conservative parent, especially yeah. an older parent. Anything that kind of hugs the skin at all is like, okay, that's like too revealing or whatever, which, you know, uh, so they don't want her to go at all, but her parents do see, like, they're not horrible. Like they do see that she genuinely loves this and she's so sad, like that she can't go. So they want to find a way to make. Both worlds work together. So her mom's like, I made you this costume. You can go as the Hulk and your dad's going to go as the Hulk, too. And he's going to go with you. But, you know, Kamala's
1: 16. You know, if you you think about it, the Hulk Mm -hmm. is the one with the skimpiest outfit.
0: I know. I was just I was telling my oldest daughter. It's like he only wears pants. Like, that green, that's nakedness.
1: And when he goes back to Bruce Banner, he's usually naked. (laughs) Yes, because the
0: clothes are now, like, too big. He can't wear them or they're destroyed. Um, (laughs) It's like, he might be the lewdest Avenger, actually. Yes. Um,
1: We saw his ass. I
0: know, we have. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. But Kamala is also a 16-year-old, and this is her passion. And this is, like, her thing for her and her friend. And her dad getting involved is kind of eh, like not cool and um but
1: see that's that's where the age difference mm-hmm. comes in because I saw that and I was like that's so cute right <laughs> right like he did that and I'm like, oh look at them trying
0: yeah. like they're trying yeah. to like you know she's gonna hate it but ah and she Aww. did she did hate it and she didn't yeah. like let let him down in a very uh good way <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, she does. For somebody who is about to turn into a superhero, it is convenient that she has a friend who is very good with electronics. Yeah. Uh, so that works out really well. Um, finally, Aurora, a Bruno, we can talk about. Um, yes,
1: uh, I loved him too.
0: <laughs> he was he was adorable, and yeah. uh, also thank you for chuckling at my "we don't talk about Bruno" joke because my <laughs> eldest daughter just rolled her eyes at me when I did it. So I appreciate it. Um yeah. Oh, I can uh,
1: think about when I hear the name Bruno now.
0: Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um okay. So, uh any, any more thoughts on episode 1? I actually it feels like there's a million thoughts, but
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love I loved that character Bruno as well. Mm-hmm. Um he's so sweet. Um I want to I I'm guessing we're going to know more about him as the show progresses. I want to know more about his family. Yeah. Um but I love the chemistry between both both of them
0: mm.
1: as well um and i also just love that how bright and colorful the show
0: is oh it's very bright and colorful
1: oh i love it even love her
0: it. school counselor who is like oh the yes. definition of hello fellow kids <laughs> uh how do you do fellow kids gabe wilson uh, absolutely. He's a real, I hope we don't see, uh, I hope this is not the last time we see him. Cause I thought mm-hmm. he was, he was funny as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I like her. I like everybody in the, everybody in this yeah. show so far is pretty like her older brother is likable, like their yeah. relationship. He seems like a fair, and he's about to get married as well. So there's right. bits and pieces of that in there, but, uh, he feels like a more modern, um, you know, I guess, uh, he's, he's not as, Conservative as his parents are, either. Right. 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 So, um, we should talk about this bangle thing, uh, Mm -hmm. because this is where she gets her powers from. It is not where she gets her powers from in the comics, but Mm -hmm. you know where her powers coming from in the comics is not really MCU canon, which is um, she gets it by going through Tarigan Mist, which is sort of the inhumans uh mutant type of you know it's like a magic gas that turn that gives you superpowers mm-hmm. uh and she's that's how she sort of gets hers in the in the comics and she also just is able to do stretchy stuff and here like her arms don't actually stretch she can like project like a big stretchy arm yeah. with energy or whatever uh but you know what it's more in line with captain marvel and she is going to be in the Marvel's movie. So, uh, the captain, uh, Marvel sequel, she's going to be in it along with, um, Monica Rambeau from Wandavision. They're all going to be in that movie together. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that. But, um, her power set is a little bit different than it is in the comics, but that's okay. I feel like it suits okay here. Um,
1: yeah,
0: her mom absolutely knows at least, If she doesn't know a hundred percent, she has an idea of what's going on. So clearly, uh clearly Kamala's mom, her grandmother, uh so Kamala's mother's mother, Mm -hmm. I think was maybe some sort of early proto superhero or or tried to be, at least. Tried
1: to be, maybe. Because
0: Kamala's mom is constantly putting down grandma or whatever and well not like putting her down but sort of like just dismissing
1: Dismissive, yeah, the
0: importance of of anything belonging to her or or anything like that and she does tell her like I know what it's like to see somebody get lost to their their fantasies or their um you know, or their dreams or whatever, you know, and she desperately wants Kamala to just be her own person. But I think that's because she knows, you know, like she knows something happened with her Mm -hmm. mom. I'm going to guess this is just a future prediction. There's still five episodes left, but something happened with her mother uh, and took it too far. And it caused some sort of rift in the relationship. Or something, and she just sees the same she sees her mo- she sees her mom in Kamala and is yeah. worried that the same thing is gonna happen and she just wants to mm-hmm. protect her. So right. uh and Kamala, all she wants to do is I mean, she doesn't even want to do this, she just is obsessed with them, which you know, makes perfect sense. People are obsessed with the Avengers right now in the real world, so yeah. it makes perfect sense that in a world where they actually exist, of course there would be a thing like Avenger
1: Khan. I mean, can we talk about AvengerCon because that was amazing? <laughs> it was pretty. I was cool. like, "That's better than Comic Con, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And it seemed like an underground convention. It didn't seem like it was in a like a big convention center. Yeah,
0: it didn't seem like it didn't seem like a thing like uh, like San Diego Comic Con. No, but
1: uh, but it was amazing. I was like, I want to go.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with this. Uh, so this is interesting. So. It's there are some things that have already uh, mentioned about it or whatever, but uh, the it takes place at the newly rebuilt Camp Lehigh, which is where Captain America Steve Rogers trained in the military originally. Um, uh, that like we see him at that camp in the Captain America: The First Avenger. It's been rebuilt, and this is where the Avenger Con is taking place. Mm. And Ms. Marvel uh, co-director Adil uh, Arby talks about how it's an Easter egg paradise, which obviously, uh, but it features tons and tons of references to other things. Uh, We hear the Star-Spangled Man from the first Captain America playing. And there is, uh, what was this? I mean, there's obviously lots of cosplayers and stuff in there also doing uh, other characters and things like that. Mm And Kevin Feige has expressed interest in doing a real-life AvengerCon. And he mentioned that, because while they were making this, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home was also filming. And Mm -hmm. crew kept, quote, sneaking over to the AvengerCon set (laughs) during Uh, the production of Ms. Marvel. I bet. Mm -hmm. So Tom Tom Holland made a few appearances over there as well. I thought he had actually snuck in to like like they like when i heard this i'm like oh did he put like on a costume is he in an episode like in a (laughs) costume and there's like a moment where kamala is sort of like dream sequencing like her plan like okay here's how we're gonna Mm -hmm, get there mm -hmm. here's how we're gonna sneak out and like in her mind there's all this avengers con footage and there's a kid or a guy or whatever dressed like Tony Stark and I'm like oh my god is that Tom Holland cosplaying as Tony Stark <laughs> it was actually it was actually Bruno uh, was the person who was cosplaying in tony stark and her vision there <laughs> but for a second i thought that actually was tom holland but it was not unfortunately but he apparently he uh he visited that that set quite a lot uh there was some great artwork there was a like a year welcome america captain america like showing the booty yep. uh yep. <laughs> her work yeah. uh super just a bunch of super cool it stuff it was
1: awesome there were a bunch of stuff that I was like I want that I want that I want to buy this I want to <laughs> <laughs>
0: right uh so yeah it's that was that was fun all of the like sh- like she did she win the cap I don't know if there was a winner declared know. for the Captain Marvel yeah. cosplay contest I think it sort of just fell apart when she knocked Ant-Man's uh head yeah. off of the statue and it yeah. caused chaos
1: yeah, uh, of Hammer just booted that girl.
0: up. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, oh, I love, they have, like, kind of the snotty girl who is a closet nerd who is also yeah. there yep. uh, cosplaying uh, as well. And uh, Kamala saves her life. Uh, yes. Mostly. Uh, I, she may have a few broken ribs from getting hit with that hammer or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I but, don't
1: know how she's alive. Honestly. Yeah, I
0: mean, the way it hit her, it felt like she was, like, I'm like, Oh my God, she's dead. Uh, but maybe, maybe she's not dead. Maybe, maybe they didn't weigh that much.
1: I'm assuming Uh, that the, the hammer was made of foam or something.
0: Yeah. Foam (laughs) or like a cardboard, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) the way the sound it made, I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. I was
1: like, she's dead for sure. Yeah. She's like, move
0: out of the way. And then and I'm like, Oh my God, this show took a dark turn. (laughs) Um, but no, uh, the, uh, one, one other person, uh, agent I guess we don't know his first name so it's agent P Cleary uh from the Department of Damage Control we see him in Spider-Man No Way Home he's one of the people questioning Peter Parker in the interrogation room as uh, like when they arrest him and uh, MJ and stuff uh, near the beginning right before we meet uh Matt Murdock um he's being questioned so Mm uh he's reprising his role here and uh his partner, Sadie Deaver, is played by Alicia Rainier, who was the uh, one of the, war- I think, the original warden on Orange is the New Black. Uh, for okay. people who remember Orange is the New Black, she was really great in that show. And I think that's it for the big stuff. We don't really know anything about. So, this is the interesting thing. This is only a six episode series. And as much as I do love this introduction, they're going to have to introduce whatever the bad guy is or whoever the bad guy is in the second episode because we went through this whole first episode and there's not even a hint of what could actually be happening. But they are trying to tell an origin story here. Um, Right. And look, uh, they were able to tell Iron Man's origin story, set up a villain, and culminate it within two hours. And the show's going to (laughs) have six hours. Right. Right. It should be able to do that. I think... I think so far so good. I think this show is off to a very good start. And um, I'm I'm not feeling as lost as I was with Moon Knight. And Mm -hmm. there's kind of a weird instant kinship to this character. I probably for both of us, because we're both, Marvel nerds and or just nerds in general but specifically like MCU nerds and mm-hmm. we can relate to this and we know what it was like to be a teen and oh, fangirl I love, or fanboy everything
1: love 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 I'm a main character that's a dork love it oh yep yes <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and I I mean her head's in the clouds I've said that a bunch of times but like I relate to that like even to this day, like, I, I'm i like that sometimes. Like, yeah, sometimes is, heads, heads just in the clouds thinking about. When the
1: mom tells her uh, that she has to choose between, you know, focusing on her or being in. This like, the cosmic, cosmic thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I said a lot. I was like, you can do both.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because one of them was like, either you can be this cosmic fangirl thing, whatever right. it was. Or you can be like a good person. And I'm right. like, what? These are not mutually yeah, exclusive like, no, things. No, you can do both. Yes. What are you talking about, Mom? Like, no, you can you can do both of these things. But clearly, What's I something? think I think we've we've figured out pretty quickly that she knows something about something, and she's yeah. just trying to protect her daughter, whom she loves. And right, right. ultimately, uh, you know, eventually, we are. I mean, because we saw bits and pieces of it in the teaser trailer for this show, she is going to get her, her Ms. Marvel. Uh, costume which does yeah. in fact like i feel like her whole journey is a journey of of marrying the two sides of her the you know the the pakistani culture the more uh, some of the more conservative elements from her parents but also it's also her and she's not 100 one thing or the other and like i think her costume is a melding of that and i think the story mm-hmm is going to be like her kind of finding that bridge between the two things. Cause right now it feels like there isn't one. Um, she feels like she's at odds with her, her parents, but, um, you know, and you know, you know, it's, it's a good coming of age story because I think for most people with their parents, That's how it always feels and then when you grow up and you mature yeah yeah and then when you grow up and mature like you see where you were wrong you see where your parents were right and you find common ground um you know so i think that's probably where we are heading but they're doing a very good job of it i absolutely adored this first episode i thought it was charming and cute and Mm -hmm. the performances were all good the funny stuff was pretty funny and I I just, I love the style. I love it the just, style. It
1: just put me like in a positive mood. Like, yeah. After watching it, it was like, oh, this was so nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. It didn't feel, it didn't feel as dark or, no. or gritty as Moon Knight, which wasn't like super dark or gritty, but it had its moments. It and had its moments, yeah. this was just way more, this had, this definitely had the vibe of the Spider-Man movies, um, yeah. especially yes. the first one uh with Tom Holland homecoming it just had though that feel to it and uh they they just nailed it I think Mm -hmm. they they're doing a great job I'm I'm here for it so any final thoughts on episode one Aurora and what would you give it
1: I I feel um conflicted because Mm they want to give it a really high score yeah but I don't want to jinx (laughs) it yep so um, I'm gonna give it four and a half, but okay. I was about to give it a perfect score.
0: Yeah, I give it a four just, and a half. I'm
1: just I'm just holding, but the perfect score because I mm-hmm. feel like it's gonna get better.
0: Yeah. yeah, I you always I feel like the first episode always is gonna get held down a little bit if it's a great yeah. first episode. I don't know if it's possible to give a first episode a five just because I'm yeah always I feel like it's setting my own expectations a little too high and we gotta try to right, go in one right. episode at a time. But exactly. uh, this is a very strong start for this show. I. I think. Uh, so, yeah, yes. four, and four and a half for me as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, okay, everybody. Well, then uh, we will leave you to it. Uh, we're going, Aurora and I will go anxiously await. We'll just sit in front of our televisions for <laughs> several more days and eagerly wait for the next episode to drop. But in the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, this is a listener-supported podcast, so there are a couple of ways you can do that if you'd like. Uh, we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have our merch store, geeklymerch.com. Links for both are in the show notes for this episode. Uh, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time to talk about more Ms. Marvel Season 1, Episode 2 on Disney+. Plus.